everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by the captain of the SS Fucktard as he sets sails for his maiden voyage, Reverend Ryan Brewer. Yes, and I am here with Cody Jeems, who, a man a lot like the superstition of not picking up a penny when it's tail side up, um, even if it was true, it would be worthless knowledge. No, I still don't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't. I, it's okay. I, tr- I tried. I was like, you know, carry the one, and a penny's made out of copper. No, still don't get it. I'm, I'm saying it would be, even if it was true, bad luck. Even if this is a real oh, thing. Oh, okay. I'm with you. I thought you were like, like pennies don't exist or something, and I'm, I, I just, I didn't get what you were going after, but I, I, I thought I'd, I thought I would go by the I don't understand, so I'm not going to ask thing, which then I, I immediately. But asked. then you immediately start laughing at it because it's based on confusion. Yeah, you know, because I don't know what else to do, which I. Which uh, you know, yeah. so uh, Brewer, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you lately? Uh, in, instead of wonderful and or exciting this week, I would I would like to ask you a, a simple question. Um, what is that? If you were to live in a world whose entire existence, or or your entire existence in the world, in fact, everyone's entire existence in that world was based on on a nickname proposed in the song "The Joker," which one would you want to be? Here, I'll give you a hint. I, I choose Space Cowboy. You know what? I think I'd want to be Maurice, just because for to have all these options to be the toker, the smoker, you know, the midnight joker, like, the guy that gets their loving on the run, to be all these options and just be like, to be a I'm sinner, Maurice. a grinner, a lover. Yeah. I mean, just like, I'm Maurice. I am what I am. It's a, that has to be a hell of a bad motherfucker, so. Mm, you think so, yeah? I, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of imagining, you know, a world that's, where, the, where these are the only groups of people in them. Um, well, I guess, is that a world you'd want to live in? I mean, could it be any worse than the current world we live in? I mean, it might be enjoyable. I, I think so, right? I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, especially if, like I, said, like I said, I could be the space cowboy, which I'm not exactly sure what that would mean is. I, I guess it could mean I'm an old astronaut, I think, right? Or no, no, they were old old astronauts that wanted to be oil drillers or old or oil drillers that wanted to be astronauts. I don't remember. That was a movie. I think Bruce Willis was in it because he was in all of those. <laughs> If there's a Actually, movie, no, was Sean Connery in that? Someone was in that. Who was in that movie? I'm surprised I even have this piece of knowledge in my brain. I, I don't know. I'm not up. I'm not up on rough on roughneck oil drilling movies. Like I literally know there's it's the one space. where they do. Yeah, I know. Like, isn't there just one of those? I didn't know there was. This happened more than once. I, I, I think it only happened once, but Clint Eastwood. That's who was in it. Um, yeah. Huh. Oh, uh, which I guess I'm confused about. I think I'm combining, like, every one of those movies with old space guys together in my mind, so. <laughs> That's what I'm getting, like, I was like, well, I know Bruce Willis went to the, went to the moon or whatever to get, to stop the space thing, and then there's the one with Robert Duvall where there's, like, the comet, and <laughs> they have to stop the comet, and then there's the one where Clint Eastwood's in space to have Donald Sutherland and Tommy Lee Jones in space with him, and I don't really even remember the plot of that, other than, like, we're old and we're in space, yeah, and we don't I like it, and we don't... Them all together. Well, apparently they're all really memorable movies, since, which actually, the one with Robert Duvall, which is Deep Impact, which honestly has, like, the greatest name for a porn ever, but... I'm sure I'd, it was a porn. I hope so. I'm sure, it was but, a, uh, I'm sure it was a porn before the movie, and then they did the porn parody of it afterwards. I hope so. But that that came out, like, Madison and I actually watched that on uh, Netflix the other day, and that is a significantly better movie than the one with Ben Affleck and all of them. That's a, like, actually like a that real movie. That one's Armageddon, I'm pretty sure now. Now that we've discussed all of these movies with old people in space, um, other than, you know, Star Trek The Motion Picture and on up. 
Actually, no, realistically, if we're going to talk about one where it's, it, it, it's really the ones that where it becomes, starts becoming a problem is, is five and six, I think. <laughs> Which I know it's a sense that's been brought up before. I really like the idea, in theory, of Ahura doing a fan dance. <laughs> and those are some pretty sexy legs for how old she is, I guess. So much so, I question if she had, a, 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 had stunt legs, but... <laughs> I would have preferred to see that happen in the series, or even the first movie. At that point, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. <laughs> but luckily, on that planet, the people were so starved for female entertainment. I guess, even though, <laughs> even though, well, you know, we walk into a brothel minutes later. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're just like sex, sex crazy, like pussy fiends, and they just need that. You know, I mean, I mean, what would they have done when they got up there? You know, if it wasn't for the fact that they were heavily trained guns upon her. I mean, are we insinuating that they were all about to rape her? I mean, because that is probably, realistically, that probably is the darkest of all the, the, the Star Trek movies, right? If you really kind of think about it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, I guess the physically the darkest was probably, like, literally, like, lighting was an issue, was probably, uh... The first uh, one. <laughs> well, a tiny bit there. I was actually going to go with uh, Nemesis. I don't know. Not, well, definitely it wasn't a problem in the, in the new two, because by God, like how many fluorescent lights do you need on the on the surface of a spaceship? It's like the Apple Store in there. <laughs> oh God, it's so shiny. Well, I mean, they were really building on you know the fact that think of all the people that have seen you know aliens currently, right? You know, in in, in our world, not not the world where the Joker exists or the world where where you're a marauder of either kind. Okay. Our, our current our current Earth, Earth Prime, if you will. All right. Think of all the people that have seen um, alien spacecrafts. Uh, majority of them rednecks, right? Yeah, or that guy with the really poofed out hair that's always on every History Channel meme ever, where or like on the History Channel all the time, where it's like Nazi Nazi aliens of you know the Third Reich or whatever. Are you telling me he's not a redneck? <laughs> That's a good Probably point. Not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all rednecks, right? And what's something else that rednecks are infatuated with, other than than aliens? Uh, the General Lee. That too. Um, which has some key features in this. Name some other things rednecks are infatuated with. Um, Beer cans. Okay. Um, hubcaps. Fishing lures. Um, Hanging outside the Walmart. Yeah. Going to the Walmart. Uh, buying bait uh, at the Walmart. Uh, Christmas lights strutting up their all stuff year. at the Walmart. All walking, of these walking things. Walking around with their cottage shiny. cheesy legs and shorty shorts at the all Walmart. All of them have a sparkle and a gleam to them, right? Sure as hell try to put a sparkle and a gleam on it. Well, so did the new Enterprise, right? And, and like the JJ crap shit. I, I think he was just trying to appeal to that demographic. Like, look, obviously spacecrafts are shiny. Because that's how rednecks find them. So there we go. That was his logic. Now, I don't know what it would be in other other versions of Earth, but so there you go. I guess I mean, that's this week's excursion into wonderful and exciting. Well, since we did take a minor moment into this, into the space race, there, uh, do you, did you know have do you have any idea like the level of meta acting that I learned that Vin Diesel did for Guardians of the Galaxy? Um. Did he act like he was black, but he's actually white, or vice versa? I can't ever tell. <laughs> no, okay, so... Because I can... Before we get going, either The Rock or Vin Diesel, one of those guys is black. The Rock's One of them's to... white. Though, to me, they look the same color. 
I thought they just were tan because they're muscly. The Rock's like Samoan, and I honestly don't know what Vin Diesel is. Well, apparently, I'm either very racist or not racist at all. I'm not sure which that means me that I can't tell the difference. (laughs) But anyway, the, uh, so you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet, have you? I have not. You, you need you need to. You'll enjoy it. I know, I, I do. And everybody, if you haven't seen it, it's really worth it. I'm not going to really ruin it or anything, but it's a really I good I hear it's flick. got a great soundtrack. Yeah, it, it, they go nuts on... It's 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 got a good soundtrack. That's that's a good point. I, I hear that. I hear it's nuts for the sake of nuts. Um, I hear it's not the most involved of plot lines. It, it's, it's definitely a comic book movie, but it's one of those... It doesn't try to be the Dark Knight or anything. It, it just... It's... Here's... What, are I mean, you telling me no one uses silly voices? in it? Oh, they're silly voices, but I mean, come on, you've got an anamorphic raccoon. Like, you can only be so serious. Oh. <laughs> but, it, I, I really, really enjoy it. And I, I have no... Com- I, I didn't read the comics at all, I just from the movie. And we actually rented it the other day, and I watched it like three times, <laughs> because by God, I'm gonna get my $4 worth. So... Which I guess anyway. one question I don't know about the movie is before before I let you continue with your story. Does it feature made up curse words to replace regular curse words? It does not. I think I think jackass or asshole like because it's PG thirteen, so I think there's a handful of jackasses and dams and stuff. So uh, I was really hoping for our, like our frells and stuff because yeah, no, no fracks, no frells. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing we were missing from it for being Farscape, I think. But. So anyway, like it's it's really good and it's kind of does the perfect amount of like lighthearted and not taking itself too seriously. And honestly, my favorite thing about it is it has like the best banter for a team I've ever seen in a movie. Which you know, as a professional podcaster, I would like to I would like to think that I am an authority on good on good banter. Not saying that I can participate in good banter, but those that those that can't do teach and those that can't teach podcast. Yeah, so. is, is that what they do? Where did you find that gem of knowledge, Cody? <laughs> I totally stole that from you when we when we talked earlier today. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't even I wasn't even gonna try. I was actually about to give you credit, but <laughs> you swooped in before I had a chance. <laughs> I I am known for swooping. <laughs> so. Anyway, is like, bad, though. if you if you haven't seen it or whatever, worth it. Really good movie. Blah blah blah. But Vin Diesel's character is like, uh, and it's it, all all the shit features like, oh, featuring Vin Diesel is Groot, which is the big tree looking guy. And I was like, okay, why is it so over the top on like featuring you know featuring Vin Diesel is Groot? Because literally his only line of dialogue in the entire movie is I am Groot. And I was like, wait, I, wait, 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 are you telling me that Vin Diesel plays a tree Pokemon? Basically, yeah. Like, instead of Pikachu, it's I am Groot. Like, that's all it is. Like, right? And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't really get it. And, you know, I was just kind of... See, I was not aware of this about the movie. Well, I took it to the credit of, like, the editors. Because he's got a really deep voice and it fits for the... It fits for the character. And, you know, and I, I took it like that. But... Then, then you, uh, then I started, like, watching the behind the scenes shit on it. Okay, it wasn't just, he could have, like, so phoned it in with, I'm Groot, and, like, said it twice, and they just copy and pasted it throughout the whole movie. No, 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 no. During the, like, to get into character with this movie, he, like, did all of his, because li- the character's, like, nine feet tall or something, so he did all of his lines on stilts and would walk around in, like, a tree mask between takes. So that he could be one with the character. And then every single line of dialogue he did multiple takes on to express the emotion of that scene. They also did see, they also did like motion capture on him so that 
like the character in him were one, but it gets even better. He he recorded his dialogue in like seven or eight languages for international release. So he did like all of this for a tree character who is a great character. I mean, he's honestly my favorite character in the movie. He's a great character and it's a really enjoyable character. But all this, like for 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 three lines of dialogue, and I just took it as like, oh, it's the animators and the editors, and they really brought it in. Like learning this. I don't know that it would have been, you would have liked him as much not knowing that. I, I, I really don't think you would have. And it's like, that's where he got really dedicated. Cause he, I, I tell you, he's really into the comics or whatever. And he got into the character, but it's like, so the, the, this Vin Diesel, who's been in like all 87. I Fast have of the been Fu- waiting for this role my entire life. Ex- exactly. Like it's, you know, he's been in every, like 40,000 shitty movies and like the pacifier and just terror, like triple X and these terror. Terrible movies, and then it's like this. Like this is my time to shine, and I'm going to be the best that I can be to do it. And honestly, knowing this stuff, and then seeing how the character turned out, it makes it so much better to me. And, and, and now we're we're saying that like he did all this like of his own accord. He wasn't paid to yeah, stand on still. That, he that's the that's the way that I, that's yeah. Like he decided, no, I like the character. I'm going to commit, and he committed completely to it. Like to the I point. I can't where lie I about this, guys. I mean, come on, man. Like, like I'm here to perform. This this tree echoes with the poetry that's in my my acting soul. I mean, it, it's it's actually pretty awesome that you know I I I am I am one with with this and it, I it, am Groot exactly exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's actually pretty phenomenal that that he went that far with it and didn't have to do it. Like literally, he could have like copied pasted and not even done it. But it, it it's funny. Like even in the title sequence, when you watch it, cause, you know it has like all the nor- all the actors. You know, you know Bradley Cooper as the as the raccoon, and you know it's going through and saying everybody, and then like it does that thing and featuring Vin Diesel as Groot, like to the point where they're like, we have like it was go- like it was going to be buried in all the other titles, like original. Where is it going to be like, oh, Vin Diesel, like in there with, you know, next to, you know, Ch- you know, Chad, Chad Johnson that didn't do anything, but like, you know, we walked by in a scene and like, it's like, well, we've got to get, we've got to move him because he didn't solve this and he didn't even have to. So I, it makes it it makes it a lot better for me, and I it's a good movie. But man, like just the fact that like this is this is the one, this is the one where he went like all out. This is my range is kind of amazing. He's sitting there like what watching Lord of the Rings. He's like, I could do a better tree than that. That's not how you do a tree. But Fuck the, you, Lord of the Rings. But some of the best paces with it are him like talking about like and it, I, I, the only other thing i can even think of that are on the level that he goes with it is in have you ever seen that collateral movie where tom cruise plays the the assassin have you ever seen this movie um he like goes way i'm uh, aware way of out. it i think it's a fantastic movie like i really really enjoy the movie like it's literally the best acting i've ever seen tom cruise do and he goes way out of his realm when he plays a villain but it's that level of him talking about the character that he developed it's it's so deep the way like he made a backstory like, just went crazy developing this character so that he had somebody to, to to portray. Listening to Vin Diesel talk about Groot and going how how deep he thought with that character in like the interviews is insane. Like he went like 
the, like got so involved in this character, to, and all he had to do was, "I am Groot. I'm Groot. I'm Groot." That's all he had to do, and, and he went so far above and beyond. It's it's pretty amazing. But man, this the interviews of him talking about it is just like you know, it's so it's like it literally touched a piece of him or something, or he was that into it. Maybe he's into the comics. I mean, I know he, I know he's one of those ones where they always cite like he plays Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. So I mean, maybe he is into that kind of thing. But God damn, man! It, it well, I don't. I, oh, I mean, do you do you think it was like? I mean, uh, to, to be cynical for a minute here, do you think it was like? But also funny. You think it was like a bet he lost or something, or like you know, like you, no man, you have to do the best tree possible, or like like he owed a guy or something. Do you think that's think that's a thing, or 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 do you think it was like? I mean, do you think this story was made up after the fact? He's like, you know what? No, I'm gonna sell this as if like part. You like, know, to see how many people believe me that see, I that I that, stood that, on stilts and that that's part of it. Like that's part of like the I could see it being a big inside rib the, to everybody. But then the other part of me is like just really like in my head the way <laughs> I want to. think about it. Part is, of you is like, he's not actually that good of an actor to pretend that? Well, that, but part part of me really wants to wants it to be like... Oh, um, I want to believe. Like, oh, I, I just want it to be like, you know, he's he like he's somewhere in the... Pro- like, he was gonna phone it in, he wasn't gonna really try, and then somewhere in the... In the he fell in love with the character and was like, I've gotta do more to tell Groot's story. I've gotta do all that I can do, and like, got really involved with it without, like, anybody expecting him to. Like, it just came out of left field. That's what I want to picture, like, to the point where he's, like, you know, he's, like, sitting there reading the script, and he's, like, like tears, tears coming down his eyes, like, I... Like, this is, I relate to this. You know, I stand there, I'm the fifth member of the team, I, my dialogue isn't really, doesn't really mean much, but, you know, everybody just assumes I'm the tough, I'm the muscle, I, I, you know, I beat people up, but nobody knows my story. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm one with this. That's the, that's the funny part to me. Just that, like, it's the, a metaphor for, for all the lost and downtrodden. <laughs> it's, Groot is a metaphor for the, that doesn't have a voice. When I say, I am Groot, it's not that I'm saying the line of dialogue, I'm saying that I am Groot, and we, and we all are Groot. All of us out there, all of us who have ever felt sad, all of us who didn't have the courage to speak up to that girl they like, all of us who saw something bad going down but kept quiet about it because we were afraid, we are Groot. Like something like that. That yeah. And I haven't even seen the movie. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I just I really feel that it's 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 that level with him. Like just that he he went for it. Like he, you know he was gonna get paid. Like you know here's two here's twenty bucks to say some lines of dialogue. And it was just like well man we gotta we gotta kick him into the revenue of the movie or like and honestly it almost like, I mean, how can the other people do their scenes without me standing there? And I mean they're supposed to be looking up to me because I'm like nine feet tall. I mean how. How how are they going to be able to act like that without me being on still? Well, and then and then the fun and then the funniest part about it is it, it makes you wonder like okay what if we went down the scenario of it's not he's a bad actor it's he's the subject of bad writers so what if he is this amazing brilliant actor and then it's like oh I've got to be Dominic Toretto who's the stereotypical one dimensional tough guy who races a races a a car I'm gonna be the best. 
stereotypical one dimension wooden acting acting tough guy of all time. <laughs> like, what if he's liter- literally a brilliant actor, but he has he has the facade of a bad actor because he's such a good actor. Like, then there's like mind blown. Because I, I mean, mean it, it would make sense. I mean, if you're hiring someone to play that guy, I mean, oh, you're not hiring him to play you know a deep meaningful character, are you? Oh, I mean, he's and he's has movies where he's pretty good. I mean, he's good in the pitch black movies. He he's you know he's good in the Riddick movies for what they are. I mean, you know, he's he's I not. Mean, how different are those that from realistically from Fast and the Furious though at a core level? I'm not saying I, I, I hated him, but I'm just saying, how different are they? Uh, I mean, I think they're, they're, yeah, good point. And then, and then he did that one who he directed it or whatever was that, that Babylon AD movie. I mean, that was pretty good. Like, I liked that movie, even though I was like the fucking one person that I think liked it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Is that, um, you know, I remember seeing trailers for it and being confused, uh, which wasn't funny to me. It's, it's like the dystopian future. He's a smuggler mercenary, and the the space mobs involved, and there's like they're in the oh, middle space mob, and they're in the middle of like the second Cold War, and he that uh, you know, you no, know, as a space cowboy, would I be fighting the space mob? <laughs> yes, there, you you might. But it, it's, I liked it. I mean, it got, it got pretty, everybody kind of shitted all over it. But I mean, it was, it's that same thing I feel like whenever people are like, you know, oh, like, you know, there's, there's sci-fi movies and then like a pretty good sci-fi movie, like I'll take. And then, and you know, like, all right, it's not held, you know, but then there's like those ones where you, it's not going to be Clockwork Orange. It's not going to be 2001 Space Odyssey. Nobody expected that. So to like, like, oh, this is going to be that. It's not, but you know, like it's not a bad sci-fi flick. Like I enjoyed it; it was pretty good. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It, it could have been worse. That's what you're saying. It could have been. Um, this dialogue has been redacted. I don't know. I've never even like never even heard of this. So. Well, it probably won't make it into the final edit then, because this was a non-conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I think we both failed completely. We both failed our listeners. We were both wrong. Uh, let's just try to move past it. <laughs> now, if only more politicians talked the way we just did there. Or at least I just did. I don't know what your take on the situation is. Well, there was a pretty good talk between politicians and social social media advocates out there, and it didn't involve us. Did, did you hear did you hear about this? Do you, you have any idea what I'm talking no, about? No, because it didn't involve us. <laughs> and I don't listen to anything that doesn't involve board shenanigans. So, for those of you not in the know, or Brewer... That would be me. Um, the, uh, I think it was Thursday, which that doesn't help at all, because I didn't give a well, Because date. really, what is a Thursday, <laughs> is really the question. Now, I mean... If we stop and think about the concept of what makes, what inherent nature makes a Thursday a Thursday, I can't really point to any particular aspect of that. So yes, Cody, that doesn't help at all. Being such a relatively subjective term as, as of Thursday. Is today Thursday? It could be. It could be. I like to think of every, every day where I'm slightly excited but more depressed as Thursdays. Alrighty, well, yes, yeah, so. Was it, any, was it one of those days? It was one of those. So. What ha- like what happened? Because I realized how badly I dated myself. Um, the the <laughs> you know I I was I knew you in high school and you badly dated yourself a lot then too. I did. I was I, and I was a really disappointing lay. Just ask <laughs> me. Was, I'll tell you. 
<laughs> but uh, the president had multiple like people with uh, high uh, followers on YouTube uh, come to the White House and interview him for different things. And they set up a live Reddit and a Twitter feed and everything to kind of the whole the whole big idea was it was supposed to supposed to appeal to a younger younger demographic audience to get them involved in politics and blah da da da. da. Like that was. Oh, he's trying to be the cool president. Well, because he was the did cool. He, did he put on his hat backwards? Well, he um, was he was the cool president because remember he was the one that like you know eight years ago got that 18 20 first time voting group to elect him and he was like the hip cool president who had his collar flipped up and was like hey so i think he was grasping <laughs> i think he was more like <laughs> he made that noise a lot from what i remember <laughs> but, but anyway so i think he was trying to grasp Clinton made this noise a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was clinton's noise bush's noise was uh yeah. And Barack Obama's was, ah. <laughs> this has been presidential noises. With, I loved with, it. It was great. I nailed it. Tune, tune in next week for for more presidential noises. Yes, tune in next week as, as he does. We'll, we'll go J- over Lincoln, <laughs> Kennedy, and, and James Madison. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so anyway, he had multiple. Yeah, I had uh, three three YouTube YouTube uh, content content providers uh, come to come to, come to the White House. <laughs> Damn it! You fucked me up because he started laughing so hard. I was, I was trying to get past it because it was so funny and random. Oh god! What the fuck is this show trying to do? <laughs> that is the most pointless piece of type. <laughs> oh my god! Anywho, go on with presidential noises that actually sound like things. I know, I make fun of you at the end of almost every other week for a strange noise you do. I just like, you lost all of your personality and like wherewithal for a minute. It was like you were drunk and you had no inhibitions anymore. <laughs> I was trying my best to not, like, I, I was doing my best to not sell it like it was, like, I was dying on the inside. I was trying so hard to hold it. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, where is he going with this? I have to know. <laughs> yeah. So confused. It was so funny. Oh, my God. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. Uh, um, so the president had three YouTube content providers uh, come to the White House so they could, you know, p- provide content and have an interview with the president on their channel, you know, and it was and it was designed it was designed to, you know, kind of do a youth movement thing because I, I think that's part of it is he was grasping at straws and blah blah blah. And as much as I dislike the, pol- the policies of this current White House administration, I honestly don't think this is like the worst thing in the world. I really don't. The uh, and the the press is shit all over this, and I kind of I, I'm just looking at it from a different perspective. Like I don't know how much I really hate really hate the the idea of it. I I don't think it's the worst idea ever, but 
the press is shitting all over about like what a waste of time it was and blah 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 and maybe so but on that same hand it was kind of cool it was what a, it took it, like two hours for them to do I mean yeah it literally I don't think took very much time but anyway so the three people that were involved in case any of y'all follow these people or know anything it was this uh, Bethany Mota Glozella Green and Hank Green um from what I've gathered Bethany Mota does like fashion tips and beauty stuff well, um. The Glozella Green's the most infamous of them, or whatever. She's the one. She's the one that's had multiple videos up talking about how she's really in love with Obama's politics. As far as like, if you don't like him, you're racist. In a very like, you know, I'm you know, I'm an undereducated black lady, and she talks like that, and it's just that's her thing, which whatever. And she wears green, green lipstick. I don't really get it either, but I don't think that I'm the demographic it's marketed to, so I don't really question it past that. Well, I mean, but, it's YouTube, so shouldn't the demographic be like eight year old boys? And, like, I think her most famous video is she did, like, the cinnamon challenge and apparently made funny faces and... Anyway, and then the other, and the other one on there, the Hank Green guy, um, he was part of that auto tune the news, and then he's got his own news show now. Where and uh, like one of his bigger videos is he talks, he talks about like gay marriage or whatever. So there's three different, there's three different people. And they've kind of got a little bit of a different vibe of different content providers on YouTube, which is you know cool, whatever. But um, so and there's so like I said, there's a live Reddit set up, there's Twitter feed set up, there's all there's all this stuff set up, and. The, the the Hank Green guy is the one I definitely respected the most because he asked legit questions. And I'm not saying, like, now, if we were in any kind of situation, we don't ask anybody. I'm not throwing stones here because I realize we live in a glass podcast house. If we were in the same situation, we would ask some ridiculous questions, too. But I'd like to think we'd be like, hey, you know, whoever it is, like, Hey, real question about whatever. What color socks do you have on? I feel like we would we would balance our real. Well, real... I figured we'd save all the real questions for the end. You know, after we've had a good time and and actually got you know fun stuff and you know build build them all up with this nice safe rapport of like how great and fun of a good time we're having. Oh, we're just having fun. You're like, hey, Mr. President. You know, how big's your dick? Ha 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 ha. You hey hey, Mr. President. You know, on average, how many craps do you take? Oh ho 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 ho. What was the first thing you? smelled in the White House, you know, and then we'd be like, <clears throat> and now this thing with Cuba. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we would at least do, we would at least balance it out. And, and you know, I'm not saying we have no, you know, whatever, but that's, the, I feel like that's the way we do it. Like, we, I have to be honest, we would have some irreverent shit, and we'd have some real stuff, like every other episode we try and do. But the... the well, let's do this. What would we ask the president? Um, well, I think, I think, it, are, are we talking real questions, or are we talking... Well, let's, uh, and now we join in the studio here, the, the President of the United States, Barack Obama. <sighs> and let's go. <laughs> so are you the President? Are you going to do a bad <laughs> President president impression? I can be. <laughs> so, M- Mr. President, uh, I, notice, I notice that you're rocking the red tie. Are, is, is there a reason you go red tie over blue tie? Is it the power tie thing? Is that, is that why you roll that route? I don't know if I can do Barack Obama. I'm just going to do bad president voice. Okay, that's probably the <laughs> safer choice. any Barack Obama is going to come off might come off racist. Actually, I don't even... It'd probably be so bad that it wouldn't come off racist. Well, uh, the reason why I chose uh, the, the red tie today is because... Now, have you ever seen a little film known as The Spirit? I have. He asked for a tie, and he he said it goddamn better be red. So, I chose the red side. Okay, and then then I think another question I would have to ask is, now, 
I realize that we live we live in an era where it's a two party system. Do you do you feel as as you are as you are heavily entrenched with the party you're associated with? Do you feel that we'll ever as a country move past the two party system and actually embrace embrace the ideals of all the people together, where where the, the people will prosper and no longer the party and the lobbyist? Is that a thing that you ever see happen? Why, um, you know, as the president and government Monty. <laughs> That's an old, old callback, folks. It is, but it hasn't released yet. <laughs> so Stay tuned for Government Monty. Wow, as Government Monty, I would have to say that the strengths of the fact of parties isn't that... Well, let's put it in common vernacular and think about what a party is. Now, I know that you've been to parties in your life. You strike me as the party kind of guy, right? Now think of it this way. Would you want someone else from down the street's party to start coming into your house, into your party? And you'd be like, what would that do? I mean, you don't know these people. You don't know what they stand for. Why would you want them in your house eating your bowl of chips? I think, as government Monty, that our chips should be separate. Separate but equal chips. And of course, because I am government Monty, my party is obviously also the correct one. Uh, and then, and then I guess I'd have to ask the question for you of like, so what do you feel that the, what do you feel that the future of our country is since we have effectively closed down NASA and we do not focus on scientific and technological developments? We're at, one, at a key point where we really should be. How do you how do you expect us to prosper further as a nation? Well, I feel that as government Monty. That the reason why we aren't putting as much emphasis on space and scientific advancement is because where's the support from that? Science is never backed by anybody that gives us money. And as we all know, money is what makes such a great economy as ours go round. Money is what puts food in your belly. Money is what gets you up in the morning. Money is what makes you go to bed at night. And what are scientists? Scientists just ask for money. They never produce it. What navy at time and which <laughs> science has ever led to the production of money? Well, the technology that prints the money in which you're talking about production would be an example of that, but there's also the uh, development of things like the radar system and the development of Velcro. I mean, those are the really common examples. You can't see money with radar there, boy! <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever tried to stick money to your pants or whatever your Velcro? I mean, as government, Monty, I would never wear anything that was Velcroed. But I imagine that that fuzzy stuff and that pokey stuff wouldn't hold money at all. That's what money clips are for, boy. What you have managed to perfectly illustrate is essentially the way that all <laughs> questions were answered of any type of real and earnest value. They are all skirted around. Like, I don't think anybody has expected that that happened. But like what, government Monty would do. But what, what, really getting back to the point a little bit, what was really disappointing about this. <laughs> Which we've lost a long time ago. Because you know, by God, I want to talk about this. So I will circle jerk to get back to it. The, uh, the point I was trying Go to get with the John fingering, or I guess I'll quit the John fingering. The point I was trying to get to is, uh, you had like the the chick that did fashion stuff. She asked some fashion kind of questions, which whatever. I mean, and then you know she, you know, and then the fucking the chick that did, that does did, like the cinnamon challenge or whatever. Like you know, she asked like really irreverent stuff or like really irrelevant stuff that didn't have anything to do with anything. Um, she called the first lady the first wife, which was uh apparently was like a True. giant was a giant thing on uh on on Reddit, and then. 
then the, the Hank Green guy. Well, I mean, I, it's true, isn't it? Well, the one I respected the most was the Hank Green guy because he asked questions about like the the, the state legalizing marijuana as opposed to it still being against federal law. Things about like the legalities of drone strikes. He asked legit questions, and all I was looking at was you have a, an entire group of people, an entire demographic of people that have been reached, and all of the Reddit discussions and all of all of the discussions were on the stupid bullshit about what superpower would the president have or what, which I thought was kind of irrelevant. He's the fucking president. He basically is, that is a superpower in and of itself, but I digress. The... But it was it was about the 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 frivolous stuff and nothing. <laughs> and his superhero name would be Government Monte. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it is it's, it's it was all on it was all on the uh, the irrelevant stuff and nothing nothing on on the kind of real questions asked. Whether or not they agreed with the answer given or the answer the question asked, it just it was such an opportunity for people to have to have a here's a here's a legitimate way to people to have an open discussion about politics from the elite and probably that aren't that involved in in it anyways and for them to have a legitimate view of it and talk talk to other people and have a discuss like just an open forum discussion and of course it, they fucked it completely off it was one of those things that like it was glazed over by the news in you know a few a few a few places talked about it but they they really they really really glazed over it didn't didn't really hit the issues of it as far as that because and and, and it was it was really it was really frustrating just because you have you had such an opportunity and it was so failed and it really really kind of hit me as so as super disappointing just from just from the aspect of you've got You've got numbers showing that young voters, your young people are voting more, and you see those kinds of things, and then something like this, and it's just a major miss. Like, it doesn't even come close. It doesn't even hit the target. Misses the paper. It's off in the field somewhere. And it was, it was pretty disappointing as far as, as far as I was, uh, I was concerned with it. Do you, well, do you think that, you know, maybe if you look at the breakdown between the three, do you think they actually maybe purposely chose, like, you know, hey, this guy's going to be the voice of actual, or maybe even talk to him beforehand, like, hey, you know, cause, you know what kind of questions are you going to ask? You're like, I'm just going to ask funny questions. I want to ask, you know, this kind of stuff. He's like, you know, I'm going to actually ask, you know, question questions. They're like, hey, I know we would never stoop to such an, a, a low level of, you know, of, of preparing which thematically we're going to, how we're going to ta- tackle a, a scenario or, or a situation that we're in. But do you think maybe they did? Because they're like, well, you know, listen, our suit, our, our, our strengths are in this. Why don't we just, you know, I go this route, you go that route and make a good show of it. I can, I can somewhat see that, but I, I, you know, I mean, the only, th- like I said... Because they're like, you know, I mean, you know, you know just the simple fact of, you know, these people are going to ask these funny questions that are good, they're going to hook them in, right? And then you're going to hit them with the, with the facts. I mean, and I'm... So no matter what, they hurt them, but... I, and I, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of it is the, is the same thing that's always, always happens is, you know, people can either, we can listen to the news or we can watch, like, real housewives of South Orlando or whatever they're watching. I mean, I'm sure it's that same thing where, you know, are you going to pick thing, real things or... I just, I guess I was just disappointed because I, it was a golden opportunity and I really don't feel like people jumped on it the way that I wanted to, but it may be one of those situations where for, 
you know, maybe the maybe the numbers that show that there is more voter turnout, it may actually be the people that have bitten and fall. I don't want to say fallen for, but maybe have they've they've been burnt once or they've had some exposure the first time, and it, maybe it is the other group. The you know, because we've been through two elections now, maybe maybe it's that group that's actually starting to come out more and vote more. Maybe it's that number that's being more represented is the groups that have been, that have been through it before, not the guys, not the ones that are still starry eyed. Which is what is definitely what I feel like this was aimed at was the group it was the group that's under us the, the 18, 19, 20 year olds that that are, are, are you saying me it, it'd be kind of like if someone was to get you know some famous person who was known for a for for a really funny meme at the time to uh, be in their campaign ads and actually not have it and and the candidate in and of himself wouldn't say anything about about what he's planning to do except for making references to said meme where the meme in and of him the meme himself would would do all the campaigning something like that yeah that seems like a really really relevant and almost eerily similar to reality thing that might have happened yeah oh yes yes I, I feel there was a I, I I have this impression of a beard, but it wasn't the candidate because, as we all know, presidential candidates don't have beards anymore, and I feel that should be a thing that should be remedied. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it was one of those. It was one of those things. But eh, it, it, it. But but the- I mean, and part of me actually kind of wants to, you know. I mean, if I was asking, you know, the president stuff, I, I think I'd have like two or three real, real questions I'd want to know. But, but my, my thought process here would be, would be to ask questions that, in and of, of themselves, at their face value, don't the answers don't mean anything. See, and but, I, and, I, and like, but they get to the character of the person. So you know, when you're asking him what superpower he wants, or you're asking him about, you know, his asking about these fashion, like, I haven't seen it, so I don't know what kind of questions they ask. And, you know, asking him about his fashion choices. One, you know, he's gonna probably say what he likes, but he's probably also not going to be saying what he's wearing because the president probably has a guy that picks out clothes for him. And that's not like some sort of rich elitist thing. It's probably just because you know someone said you have to look like this because you're the president. Even the president has to answer to somebody, right? Probably if nothing else, his wife, right? Or the first wife, in fact, <laughs> apparently. I, I think. I mean, I can't. Like I said, I don't feel like I can throw stones because I know if had we been in a similar situation, we would have asked irrelevant questions. I understand we would. I, I know we would. I know us. I know what we yeah, would have and, done. And I think no matter what, someone would have learned. And now I'm kind of questioning, you know, why he's doing this now because to the best of my knowledge i mean he, he, he's not running next year is he well that is one thing about and you've all heard it I, i've nobody's figured it out this president doesn't know how to do anything but campaign so he's been campaigning for eight years he, he doesn't know how to not campaign and i honestly kind of i know i know in my in my in my cynical heart i know that it was just a thing to make him look good but i feel like beyond that little bit of it makes him look good like he's reaching out to young Younger people make them aware of politics. I know beyond that, maybe there is some good behind. Like, maybe his reasoning's not perfect, but there could be good that came out of it. And maybe there is. Maybe the shit that got you know, like oh, we're we're around our friends, we're gonna t- or we're around other people that are our peers, we're gonna talk about the stupid shit. But then maybe they will go look up like the legalities of drone laws, and you know, maybe maybe that's a thing that happens on their own. I don't know. There's no documentation to it, but you know, I I well, I'm sure. We'll 
happen is, if nothing else, it spurred, you know, a misinformed debate somewhere on in the bowels of the internet where people are going to be spouting off things that aren't correct, but then they're going to have to win, so they might actually do a Google search. Well, that, but the thing I think that was, because everything I read shit all over this, and maybe it's because this is closer to our age group, and that's, and we're kind of, I mean, God, Generation shit on it? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, this is kind of our thing a little bit. I mean, God, we, we have a fucking podcast, man. I, it, we're, we're in that. I mean, maybe not, we're not fucking 90 million followers on YouTube or anything, but it's, it's, we're, we're in that world, regardless of whether or not we want to be, we are. And it's, it's one of those things where maybe that's, that's my reasoning is I see that there's so, could have been some good out of it, but like, you know, your CNNs and your MSNBCs, and then the, I heard it on talk radio when they were talking about this, and they were just shitting all over it about how it was a bad thing, it was a waste of time, and blah, 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 blah. And I just, I don't know that that's necessarily the worst, the worst thing that, that could have happened. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't feel like it was a bad, it was bad all the way around. I think, it, like, hey, maybe this, some good could have come of this. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure something came. I, I think no matter what, something did come from this, but, but what it was, I don't, I don't know. If nothing else, we all learned a valuable lesson, right? And I think it would have been definitely been a lot more useful if, uh, you know, maybe he was running for president or, or something. I mean, I mean, what's he trying to do? Make himself look better in the history books? That's what I took it as, honestly. It, it's, 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 it's honestly, and I'm not going to go crazy with it, but that's honestly the biggest thing that I think he's doing with the free college, with the free year of community college thing that's being proposed right now. I don't think that's going to go through. I don't think that's something that's going to pass. I don't think that's going to be relevant, but I think it's one of those things. It'll make me look good later if I got, if I try and it'll get me a Senate seat later. Later so I can, you know, comfortably be a lifetime politician. I think that's what it is. I don't know. That's my opinion. That's, my, that's what I really feel that it is, though. Well, on a much more lighter note, I just came across a, a, a news story like this is breaking news. So, and I feel I must share this with Cody if I can copy this link. And so, so on our lighter news, Satan. But this isn't the story you were talking about, Cody. <laughs> oh, so we have our, so we have our, are we about to break the first Satan news of 20, of 2015? Indeed. Which now, we do not have an update on the statue, which maybe while I'm telling you this story, uh, Cody could possibly look up. I'm on it. But, but also pay attention to me. I am. Because I always pay attention to you, whether or not you pay attention to me during these shows. <clears throat> you know, I actually clicked a banner ad for this. So, actually, no, it wasn't that. It was an ad that they forced upon us in Skype. But I saw this, and I had to click it. So, whatever the hell Skype's been doing, at least we got one little bit of content out of it. Uh, this is satanic symbols and bust brake lights. What? Yes. Well, if you would have clicked on the link, you would have known that. Well, um, click on the link. Get, re get <laughs> click on the link. Go find go find things for this. Make make me a coffee. Like, yeah. Yes, yes, Cinder Cody. Uh -huh. go, <laughs> do all this work. Do the dishes. Do the washing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, apparently, some lady in somewhere, which I don't think is really important to the story, but some overly concerned Christian mom is worried. That there is a this this is quoted directly from the article. Whether this is a quote from her or not, I don't know. Worried that Wicca occult influences are lurking in her town. She took a picture of the back of a school bus. Now I, I don't know about you. I think since the dawn of school buses, or at least school buses with brake lights, anyways, 
they have, you know, these two little round lights near the bottom, right? Near where the back door is, right? Right. Do you remember what these lights look like to you? I mean, they look the same. They've, they've always been probably either either small bulbs or probably now LEDs. It's just those LED strips in them, and it's just like, I think it's just like a, like almost like a pinwheel, right? Where it's just like two X's going across, or a pinwheel, I mean, the way I remember it. Or something like, well, they kind of look like stars, is from the way I've always oh, remembered Oh, Lord. Them. You know, there's, there's like five of them or so in a row, and they look like, I always remember looking like stars. And, you know, whatever, you know, underpaid, you know, mechanic just slaps these things on the bus, right? You're like, yeah, and just turn, turns them on, see if they work, see, what, see what's going on. Which, the only thing I could possibly say is because they're stars, they apparently look like pentagrams to her. And I guess because this one looks like an upside-down star, kind of. If you look at the picture, I mean, it's yeah. kind of cockeyed. I mean, realistically, if any star isn't centered, it's upside-down. <laughs> Honestly, if it had it not said this, I don't know that I ever would have, I wouldn't have ever associated this with this. This looks like it might be a quote from her. Anyone who fears a god, if not God and Jesus Christ, should be outraged, the upset mom is saying. If you can't put, put a cross on there, you can't put a pentagram on it. They should be replaced with solid lights. Because so apparently, like, these are willfully put on there. Like, now I've said, now either there's been a big conspiracy with, 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 with Satanists and, and witches throughout, you know, the history of school buses, or, you know, some, whoever, you know, Thomas Edison, back in his shop, inventing light bulbs, was like, you know what, a light bulb could, we're going to purposely make light bulbs, you know, with a certain efficiency level where it'd be more advantageous to have a few little ones as far as, you know, power consumption and brightness than one big one. It went back that far, I'm sure. I'm sure that that's the the crux of you know the Edison Tesla debate was was, and that's why Edison's remembered was because he was he was in the occult and cast a spell to make himself uh, the the victor. That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. I know because I know because I mean, come on. If anyone was doing magic, it was definitely Tesla. Oh, totally. I mean, that's really what makes that ridiculous. <laughs> uh, would you like an update on the Satan statue? Because I found it. Yeah. Why don't you update us on that while I finish this article? Okay. Off. So Satan statue, Satan's watch. As you as you remember, there's the battle in Oklahoma City State Capitol between between the uh, the Ten Commandments statue, and then they propose they should. Oh well, we should be allowed to have a statue of ba- of Bahamut. We've we've uh, we've covered this story multiple times. Well, new up. Update. There was actually a car wreck that hit that hit the uh, hit the Ten Commandments statue outside of the state capitol, causing it to be irreparably damaged. At which point, oh. at which point, like since it since it, it disappeared, the the leader of the uh, Lucian Greaves, the spokesperson for the Satanic Satanic Temple, said, "Okay, if it's not there, that's fair. We're not going to push for ours because we don't want there to be a, a religious agenda at the state." Well, since since the Ten Commandments and the Ten Commandments statue was was destroyed. Uh, it, it's been decided by the by the archdiocese of Oklahoma City that we need to put this back up. Uh, and that ha- this actually happened in late late October, early early November, whenever they decided we're going to go ahead and do this. Well, well, at which point the uh, the the Ten Commandments monument it's being rebuilt and it's going to be it's going to be reinstalled and they're going to put it back. Well, at that point the. Uh, the representatives from the Church of Satan in Oklahoma City have said, "Well, it's back to back to what we were doing. You know, you're going to put that back. We still want to be able to put our our statue back." Um, apparently, they have finished it because it's being the artist that's doing it is in Florida, so he has some more pictures of it up. 
and they've gone they've gone ahead and finished it, and it looks it looks very similar to what they, what they've done. And they're gonna push to install to have theirs installed once once the uh, Ten Commandments go up. So. You know, we're basically back. We're basically back to square one on that. Where you know, and there's been no more. There's been no more. Uh, no more either direction. But I mean, it was an interesting. It was an interesting idea. Well, if this one's gone, then ours should be. Then ours. You know, okay, that's fine. Like we're not going to push the point anymore, which is really respectable of them. Like, okay, hey, that's fair. At which point you'd think you'd think like, oh, well, the problem was solved. Let's not waste taxpayer dollars or whatever to put. The, and I don't know that they did, but let's not. Let's not put any more time into it let's i don't know focus on things around our community in order to improve them instead of putting up statues but statue war continues so to sum this up there was a ten commandment statue and they felt there should be a satan statue ten commandment statue go away they're like you know satan statue go away and we could have ended it there because in essence the satan statue group won because there was no ten commandment statue well now they want to put the ten commandments back because it was destroyed and now the satanists want the, the satan statue back as well right Pretty much now can we still have a statue of the uh, uh the flying spaghetti monster i say at this point all right there's no statues there this is the time oklahoma city this is the time whenever you go ahead and say you know what deity park we're gonna do it we heard about it we've thought about it the people demand so maybe have a special place in the town just devoted to statues i think so i think there should just be deity park like we've discussed on the show where you have where you have your you have your bahamots and your satans and your ten commandments and your you know climbable jesus crosses and your and your you know you can sit under the tree with buddha i, I think it should all like that that's what i'm saying i think that's the way to do now, it do you think that uh, the destruction of the of the Ten Commandments was not an accident? Well, there's another news story that uh, there's there's another there's another news story where a the way he's put it the way he's put is a disheveled man claims that Satan made him crash his car into the Ten Commandments statue and also told him to urinate on the statue. Uh, according to the investigators, he's a bipolar man who has been off of his medication for quite some time. Um, officials say that he was taken to a mental facility for emer- emergency order of detention and is being mentally evaluated. No, no status on who he is. It's still, it's still anonymous and whether or not he's been released. So what that kind of says to me is crazy and crazy was solved by crazy and it should have just ended but instead we're gonna keep building foundations of crazy with more foundations of crazy ah i i wonder if uh the the third eagle of the apocalypse or the co-prophet of these end times has a response to any of this i'm sure that he does and if you would like to contact us board shenanigans board shenanigans at gmail.com we look forward to your email sir indeed or if or if any of or if any of our illustrious listening audience has has anything to say about how right or wrong we are, by all means, speak up. Let us know. Let us know on our email or on our Twitter or on our Facebooks and on our website. We've got multiple avenues. Hate hate what we're saying? Want to send us hate mail? Bring it on. We love hate mail. Want to want to agree with us? Want to want to raise an intelligent discussion? We're here to do that. Mm. Um, and to close out the one I was talking about, at the very end of the article, it ends with this nice, poignant, um, as for Christian mo- for the Christian mom's fears that the school bus with the pentagram symbol might be taking any kids to hell, education might make all the difference. Which, on a similar note, that since we are covering Satan Watch 2015, as we, as we, uh, go, go with the, uh, go with the devil da- down, down this road, uh, for the first time this year, uh, 
Another another news story involving schools in uh, Florida, actually in Orange County, Florida, has come up. Which uh, I I was a fan of this by far, and I, I've listened to both sides freak out about this one. Um, it was announced it was announced by a state judge that cri- that Christian schools can or Christian advocates can distribute pamphlets on on school ground public school grounds right well th- what was brought up was that's you know that's obviously a violation of church and state either all or none so he's like okay anybody who wants to distribute religious pamphlets can do so well the first ones to ri- to raise up and do this were was the uh the temple spoke the temple spokesperson for Florida and what they have decided to do is they they have been they have been handing out they have they have been handing out um satanic satanic track like satanic pamphlets about uh i think it was da- damien and i want to say it was helen the two the two kids and it's, it's a children's storybook that you know the virtues of satanism and what what they outline and uh they actually is very very well spoken uh the art the article the in the 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 representatives are very well spoken, talk, talking about how you know, well, it's you know, one person can distribute, another person should be able to distribute as well, so that children have all the options to make their own religious decisions. Very good point. And uh, on top, on top of all of that, they've actually there's also another announcement that um, various atheist groups are kind of are passing, or like you know, in that same pile of pamphlets that they're you know allowing to be distributed, they're they're handing they're handing out you know various things on on atheism. So it's one it's one of those things where it, I honestly was pretty impressed with this because hey it's america and everybody's allowed to talk about whatever not just you know your your mythology and my mythology it doesn't matter it's all it doesn't it doesn't really matter and then and then there's the atheists they're talking about what's actually real so i was a pretty big fa- i was a pretty big fan of pretty fan of that i i, I was really proud i was really happy that the judge upheld it as okay if we're gonna allow one we're gonna allow everybody and i think that's an extremely good precedent to be set so i was pretty happy about that yeah that, that does sound great which i I would definitely like to see these pamphlets, these children's pamphlets, for sure. Oh, don't um, you worry. I am on trying to figure out how to get one. Ah, good, because I would like to know, one, what a Satanist one was, and, you know, like I said, you, you would think that the atheists would get down there, or the skeptics would get down there and start making making pamphlets. I mean, you know, make, make our own version of the chick tracks, as it were. Cody, you, had, you went to religious school. Did you ever experience chick tracks? Because I'm only recently aware of these. Uh, is that just the... Is that just the, uh... Those little tiny books, as everyone mentions, that you normally see in restrooms. About the size of, like, I, I guess, uh, post-it notebooks that are filled with, like, the most, like, outlandish of, like, Christian propaganda possible. Yeah. Like, even some Christians would be like, whoa, man. Yeah, what... Like, we're talking 6,000-year-old Earth, like, the word-for-word stuff, Jesus riding a dinosaur, that that kind of stuff. We, uh, we actually... We, we were given these ones, and I don't... I don't 100% remember what... I don't remember all of it in all of it, but... And they like taught us how to do it, and they actually they actually wanted us to go like door to door and do it. We had to, and we we had to actually go do it during because we had chapel in the private school that I went to, so we had to go we had to go do it like in, during chapel periods where you'd go walk down go walk down the streets with a teacher with you, and like you'd have to go and like tell various businesses about Jesus, which you want to talk about like really not fun to do. That was one of those things. But what it was was it all I remember about it was there was like ten pages to it, and it was you'd hold it one way, and it'd be like uh. It'd be like God. It'd be God and man, and then you'd flip the book open, and then it'd have like sin in between God and man. And and the way you'd say it is like you know that was what separated God from man, and then Jesus, and you'd flip this other page over, like it was brought brought God and man together, and then it had a bunch of Bible verses in it that you were supposed to say, and 
I, that, that's all I really remember about it, because I, I, I just, I remember this being at that period where I was really starting to question this stuff, and, like, I just, like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to get, I like, this is graded? How do you grade on this? I, I, I definitely remember, but, you know, that was in that period where I was really, really starting to tune out of it. So, uh, oh, by the way, I'm dropping you the uh, PDF file for uh, Satan Activity Book. Oh. So. Oh, well, because uh, but anyway, the uh, so yeah, I, I I remember those, and I've seen I've seen a few of them. Like I remember, I was actually I was at work the other day, and we were at a, it was a construction job. I mean, it was a it was a build out, and they they somebody had gone through and set them set them around in there because all construction workers are you know heathens or whatever. I guess so. I, I don't know. I I, uh, I like flipped through it, and I was actually actually like kind of wanted to take it for satirical reasons for the show, but I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll leave it alone. I, I think I think my time with religious propaganda is probably kind of at an end. But I do. Yeah. But I I am uh, I uh, I am definitely enjoying the uh, the uh, Satan coloring book. Oh yeah, it's pretty pretty phenomenal. Uh, it's actually really well done. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I yeah, that was that was a thing that was part of. I mean, that was a uh, that was a thing that was definitely part of my my part of my going to private school. So uh, I would almost say, like, looking at this the Satan's children book thing, you would almost say it was like insulting or like or or, or satire if it wasn't for the fact that it came from them right which i mean i'm sure is part of it um for sure because i mean it's so very much like we're hitting it right on the nose you know and i think but i mean wouldn't you think being okay if you really truly believe if you really are a satanist don't you think that part of it would be you'd have to be aware that you're no matter how what good you can do no matter what you what tenets you have whatever they are you're always you're always going to be the satanist and you're always going to be portrayed as the villain so yeah i mean damien and cerberus are trying to navigate the dark dank labyrinth to find the fabled necronomicon can you use your crayons to show them the way and then like i i actually i actually really like the one where it's like uh the second or third one down where it's you know these bullies are mad and are afraid of things they don't understand help damien use inclusive language to defuse the situation and then you have to go through and like so like you know, do the little word fight jumble thing. I mean, I yeah. I don't know. I, I just I I I kind I kind of I kind of like that they're going about it that way because I feel like that's the way you would have to go about it if you were if if you believed in this and and I, I maybe that's part of it that I that I kind of at least respect about this is hey we realize that one not everybody's going to buy into this and two that a lot of people are going to portray us as bad guys so we just kind of got to rise above a little bit or we got to be very very, I don't creative, selective, intelligent about the way that we go about some of this, and that's really commendable because that's some really diplomatic forethought. And it's kind of hard to throw stones at somebody who's being kind of above the other one. The I mean, I'm sorry, I know this is the wrong thing to say, but I think the Satanists are expressing themselves and doing their thing better than the Christians are doing it in this particular instance. I really do. I think so. I mean, because I kind of don't want to presume this too much, but like, part of me wonders how much of it, how much of Satanism is more just kind of like Pastafarianism or something like that. See, and I, this is a, th- and, and, and I'm, not, I'm actually not trying to sound, you know, mean or that, that are like, no, no one would ever actually believe in Satan. The reason why I say something like that sentence, I guess to qualify it is because a lot of, or maybe it's just a simple fact, it's, you know, the same way all, all outcast groups seem to be that are smart or going nowadays. So maybe I'm just talking out my own ass. And now I'm just talking, now I've talk myself out even saying my point um almost because i'm like you know what 
I'm an idiot, but you know how much of it is because you know it is kind of the same message that the atheists will give or the skeptics will give or or the the gays will give about stuff. You know, it's like, hey, look, you know, how much of it is like, are we just using Satanism as a vehicle to to try to create social change? I don't know. How much do we actually believe? I mean, obviously, obviously, no matter what, yes, there's someone that always believes in something. Now, you name it, there's something, somebody that believes in it. So, no, I'm not saying that there's no such thing as a Satanist. I'm just kind of questioning to, you know, you know, what what level is it? I, I guess what what is the average Satanist? Partially because I'm not experienced with. Then that, it. And that's you know, the thing that I would. And I'm not trying to. Yeah. So I, please, I, tell I me. would love to know that. Like, yeah, like listeners out there, is this particular faith that you participate in? Is this something that you follow? I mean, we talk to us. We would love to know. Educate us. Help educate us so we can tell about other people like we've said multiple times on this show like do your own research think damn it think say like all all viewpoints are can be like come on here and talk to us about it we would love to know we really truly would love to know and and i i feel i feel that that's kind of, and I, I i see your point like is it a reactionary satirical thing is it a legitimate thing i mean is it one of those things where you kind of have to be you have to be part of it to get this to get the satire humor of it like oh we're the bad guys and you kind of look at it that way, but you know, since you're not necessarily a chunk of it, it that's one of those things I, I'd, I'd legitimately like to know. And also, I can't find the the sixth one in this find the difference in the pictures thing. <laughs> uh, uh, well, <laughs> I like how you're sitting there doing it. I am. I'm like, okay, well, what is it? Uh, for a minute there, I was like, okay, I, I I found I found the first five. One of them was pretty tough for sure. Um, well, I guarantee you that after this episode, I will be I will be sending an email off to the, to see if uh, perhaps we can see if perhaps we can uh, talk to somebody because I, I would I would be very interested in this. Um, yeah. Other thing that's kind of come up that somewhat fits into our uh, our general love of free speech and honestly, like I realize that I want. Ah, oh, there it is. I, I, I realize that. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all. All coming. right, don't fret. You know, you know how it is. You give a brewer a, col- a coloring book; he's gonna sit there and do the whole thing. But <laughs> he, well, he, he he colors for a day, but you teach him how to make a coloring book. And he... <laughs> but one of the one of the one of the other things that happened this weekend that, that honestly, which apparently this is like the weekend of cool things that Cody likes happening. Um, but one of the one of the cooler ones that I saw that I was a little I was a little sad that I can't participate in. In Vegas, they had one of the big one of the uh, the bigger gun shows that happens all year happened but also the national porn convention happened so what what managed to happen was two great things in the world like got together and and managed to uh two great things just of the ga- of the gal- the galaxy stars aligned and so you had you had porn stars go to go go to one of the ranges run run, run by the gun store or whatever and uh they were shooting full auto video like full full auto um firearms and you know and it was all everything was then also full auto video exactly it was <laughs> it wasn't stop motion but <laughs> no stop motion porn <laughs> so the so these two worlds that are like are everything that's to me this is everything that's good about our country is like you know freedom of expression free you know freedom liberty it's all in vegas it's all ha- freedom of the nipples yes it, it's like things are going off everywhere like like it's it's awesome, and there's this really good video where it's got it's got two porn actresses shooting, you know, and they're shooting, and every you know everybody's talking about like how there's been a lot of there's been a lot of like interest in one going to the other, so there's been a lot of people going to both sides to like you know create interest and <laughs> and, and there's 
and uh, you know to there's been a, there's been there's been a whole a whole lot of cross branding going on, which is an amazing concept because I don't know how there hasn't been like it puts a whole new reading, meaning to gun porn. I mean, there, there's <laughs> definitely that, but it, it just it opens it up to different because everybody watches porn, which would thereby mean you know you think that you could have some educate some people that way. You know, you know porn actresses are obviously very very attractive people, and they might need a means to protect themselves so they could take care of that that fundamental freedom it, it literally is everything that's so good and i know that i like walk through like the you know the the skeptical cynical cynical world and i don't uh, the fa- this was one of those that warmed me down to my co- the cockles of my heart seeing this. this is this is everything that makes is that where it warmed you or was it a little lower it was my cockles my sub cockles maybe maybe even maybe even in lower regions it just it legitimately made me your, your basement cockles it made me so happy that that, that this happened did it make you, did it make you happy it, it very much did. No, no, no other synonyms for for happy. Yeah. Happy, glo- uh, happy, uh, joyous. And, and are, are you, so so you're telling me like seeing them blow their loads uh, really did something for you? Yeah, I mean, dude, things were things were going out in and out of battery. There was uh, fi- firing pins. I, were, I mean, were were they going off full cock? Is that what you're oh, telling man, me? Oh man, like you know, fire, you were firing from an open bolt. There was there was all kinds of brass hitting the ground. Uh, fucking primers were getting popped. You know, I mean. You know, my erection can only get so big. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Hopefully, they decided not to do, go for the money shot here. Well, one of one of the funniest, one of the funniest ones was it was it was put up on uh, it was put up on C- CNBC, which uh, definitely you know they have their agenda or whatever. Uh, but um, they they, they, they the uh, article is called "The Big Business of Sin," and I was just like, you know what? This is amazing. This is fantastic. Like that that the shot show. And and the adult entertainment expo like are man- managed to manage to like get together and like they can make beautiful music and they can also make beautiful you know you know beautiful people doing beautiful things it, 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 i fucking loved it so are you telling me like the, the pocket pistols were flashing their saturday night specials oh man oh man it was it was it was definitely that uh, i i was uh I, I was I was quite proud that you know things came out of the holster. It was it, it, it was you know I was I was def, I was definitely ramrod ramrodding myself so that I could uh, fi- fire off, fire off another one. Oh, your powder was so wet. One of the one of the um, my more favorite things about this though, because like I see this and all I see is good things, and this is an amazing concept. But reading the comments and how small-minded some people are is is freaking amazing because it's like you know, oh my god, porn stars are terrible people, or oh my god, guns are terrible things, and then porn stars and guns, what are we gonna do? And it's like. Are you kidding me? These people get paid to get laid. I mean, if anything, like, isn't that the dream job? Um, it could be. It could be the dream job, Cody. Or a professional bed tester. <laughs> or the guy that comes up with acronyms for the military. I... <laughs> Those are all dream jobs. I, I, I really, really enjoyed this. So, uh, if y'all, if y'all, if y'all want to see, if y'all want to see a good video, I, it's, uh. <laughs> if you want to see some, see some wads getting blown, is that what you're saying? Which I, th- this is, this is, uh, this is going to be on our Facebook page um so i i I rest assured this is going to be on our facebook page so you know go there and go there and check this out because this is this is literally this is everything that's good in the world to us yeah boobies and bullets um muzzles and people taking it in the muzzle (laughs) iron sights and steel cuffs (laughs) Now that's a name for oh, that's a noir right there. Iron sides, iron sides, and steel cuffs. (laughs) 
I guess I'm going to make that slightly more porno-y, couldn't I? <laughs> stay tuned, stay tuned, listeners, for our next noir episode, Iron Sights and Steel Cuffs. <laughs> story starts with a dame, but all stories start with a dame. <laughs> I mean, usually usually they walk in, you knew there were trouble, but ma- but tho- those legs, wow, they went on for days. <laughs> what does that say? Butt stocks and butt plugs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> New, we redefine rapid fire here. <laughs> Watch your trigger finger. <laughs> Uh, trigger, trigger fingers and fingering trigger. The bestiality one, I guess. Uh, flash suppressors and flash enhancers. Oh, man. Uh, hold on, I, I feel there's another one cooking here. Full metal jackets and spandex suits. Silencers and gag balls? <laughs> what, rim jobs and hollow points? Are we just, like, hooking things together now? I feel these are all thought out well, much more than that. I just threw, I didn't, that was the joke, it wasn't well thought out. Now, if you wanted to do center fire and rim jobs? Well, I guess it'd be, I guess it'd be rim fire and rim jobs, that'd be the way you'd have to do it. I guess you could do that way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, mean, and then, I mean, then of course you could always do, like, the whole, like, gang bang bang bang, I mean, that's an easy one to do. That's, I, it's too easy, in fact. <laughs> um, Get him another clip! Wait, Quick wait, wait, reload! Wait, wait. I, in fact, I do have one more. <laughs> Half moon clips, full moon ass. Ah, oh, there you go. I, I think I'm done now. <laughs> well, our sil- our cylinders are empty now, but they'll soon be filled with the shaft. <laughs> Man, that shaft's one bad mamma-jamma. Ooh, but I watch your mouth. One list joke done. Now on with the show. The, uh... I guess the other thing that Brewer and I we we we, yes. discuss, we discussed this at length earlier today, and we and, and I was really wanted to see how you were going to try to segue to it. We we discussed this at length earlier today, and uh, we we felt that we owed it to all of our all of our listeners, our new listeners, which we thank you for joining us, and our our veteran listeners who once again we, we decided to come before you today, and we we definitely owed you owed you an explanation, we owed you a story, um, and we owed you a new a new piece of slang to add to add to your repertoire. So, without any further ado, we present to you... We bring you... Balls to testicles. Yes, balls to testicles. Now, Brewer, would you like to use that in a sentence so that our our, our sexy, sexy listening audience would, would, have a, uh, would have an idea of how that works? I would like to. Well, you know, like the other day, I, I walked into my room and it was just it was just filled with balloons. I mean, it was filled balls to testicles with balloons in there, you know? As always, we advocate romantic uses of our slang, so there's always the, uh, you know, walk up to a girl and be like, Baby, we're so close right now, we're balls to testicles. Yeah, balls to testicles. <laughs> now, others might, there's a chance that you might, may or may not have heard variations of it, but I feel that this is the appropriate form of it. This is, this, this is the official, testicles. this is the official BS approved use of this version yes. of a yeah because you know i, I i'm sure because i i feel the clinical nature of the term testicles really adds to uh and it's that you know mixing of swear levels also which really kind of ra- rounds out pun definitely intended the the imagery that it gives you so if cody would you like to give your your definition of what you feel that if the context clues weren't enough um what 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 this sentence means well it it really it's really quite simple it comes down to the fact whenever you whenever you find yourself in a situation where you literally could be no closer to a to a person or to an object than you are they there is literally no gap between the two you are in fact balls to testicles and see when i say this the thing that i enjoy about using this particular vernacular is whenever you say oh it's balls to testicles in here some some passers by 
I may not be aware of. Are you talking about your own or your own in relation to another person's? Which adds a whole other flair to this, which could be could be quite sexy. Now, see, I always looked at it in a completely different way, which I feel might be... The, I think balls to testicles might actually be the, the definitive difference between me and Cody. Like, if you're trying to find, like, that line of what our differences is, I feel they start here. I always kind of look at it as, as like, more metaphorical, as far as opposed to literal. Or or more semantic, even, if you will. Not not semantic, that's, that's different. <laughs> uh, I always look at it as, like, you know, well... Balls would be, is just a synonym for testicles, right? You know, testicles and balls, balls, testicles, they're the same thing, right? Like, balls and testicles, they're the same. So it is so close that it's, it's as close as the relationship that, that, that balls have to testicles. As in, like, how testicles and balls relate on, on a deeper, more innate, uh, sense of their being. So it's like, Oh, good lord! This is so close. It's balls to testicles in here. Would be like, would be like saying, you know, this is this is so close to to street and road, or but but not as funny. That's how I always looked at it, and I, I feel that might be the difference in our psyche because as we, this is actually the only reason why we're talking about this on the show right now is because me and Cody were talking about this very concept here, you know, because somehow one of us said balls to testicles, which uh, ha- which yeah, happens we always in, say our, in our vernacular from time to time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure avid listeners would know that we just say balls to testicles sometimes. We've, we've always said it, right? It's it's one of our pastimes, in yeah. fact, is saying balls to testicles to each other. I mean, oh, you, you didn't know that? I mean, how could you not know that? Being, you know, what, a, a year and some change into the show. We all, how don't you know that about us? I mean, I, I, I know whenever I'm not saying balls to testicles, I also I also like to competitively rock climb. I mean, that's just a well-known yeah, fact. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's always talking about rock climbing. Have you never, never heard this, really? But anyway, so we were talking about this. And somehow, like, Cody was like, I never thought of it like that. Like, I never really thought, like, huh, balls and testicles, they're the same. Now, if you were to, like, poll people on who was right and wrong, I feel more people would probably would have sided with Cody's definition of it. And I'm not n- n- negating that that is a valid definition of the term. But I feel mine is much, I feel with my definition, it's much more poignant when I say it. See, and I, I, I enjoy yours because it looks at it, at it, at it like it's a two, it's a two-sided balls to testicle coin now. I mean, you get to see both sides, and there's neither, there's neither right nor wrong, because there never is in a balls to testicle situation. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard myself say that. <laughs> oh, it happened to you today, too, didn't it? <laughs> Sometimes you start saying things, and you're like, oh, I'm committed now. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Anyway. You listeners can decide who's a stranger. And decide who's better who's better of uh definition of balls of testicles is. In fact, you don't even have you don't even have to really pick a team. You what you can do is you can just uh you can use it within your daily life and we'll just know that we're spreading the message the message of how important using balls of testicles <laughs> balls is. And testicles are. <clears throat> yeah, I mean and and decide, I mean, you know, what, so next time you say balls to testicles, you know, think about the definition you're using and, and decide what am I actually trying to say here and which gives it more, gives it more of, of that, of that deeper meaning. Because Cody, words have meanings. I don't know if you're aware of that. Is that what they're for? Yes, exactly. Words are, are for to convey, convey ideas. And the right word for the right job is a very important thing. And not only that, some words have been used for more than one thing. 
And, and I feel you have to choose the right definition of it, even if they're so, so similar. In fact, some might say the definitions between these two balls-to-testicles definitions are balls-to-testicles. We close. Balls-to-testically? <laughs> Whoa, man, careful. Yeah. <laughs> They're both statistically close, um, which was was the third uh, book after the uh, the Odyssey. Because the Iliad, the Odyssey, and, and Balls to Testicles. So whenever I say it, it's it's very deep and it's uh, filled with uh, balls and testicle goodness. And whenever Cody says it, it's filled with with passion and intensity. So the question is, do you like do you like deep balls or intense balls? <laughs> That's really just what I wanted to say. <laughs> Well, you really went balls deep with that one. Oh, my oh. God. I, I feel like I was... I really kind of feel I was testing you on the testes there. I, I, de- I definitely feel tested on the testes. I mean, I guess you could be like nutsets to scrotum, but it doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? I, I, I just don't like it as much. Is there any other sayings that you would like to make sound better? I don't know exactly how we could go with this as an idea. Mm. A lot of times I ask you <laughs> questions that really don't go anywhere. <laughs> And we struggle for about five minutes to come up with an answer for it, and then I inevitably cut it out of the show. You're gonna ruin our secret, man! It's our secret formula, it's our secret sauce! This dialogue has been redacted. If we were a children's show, how, how do you think we would be? Like, I, like, what, what would, like, if this was a children's show instead, like, if that's what we set out to do, right? This was, this was... This, this was, this was, you know, I don't even, I guess that's a good place to start. What would be our See, children's I show name what you were doing was you were doing, like, board shenanigans is the Sesame Street as pepperoni is to pizza. Like, I thought you were going that route with it, but, um. Like, just as vital? Well, I, what, I, what I was thinking was, like, if we, if we had to pick one that we were, like, an existing one, not that we would reformat our show. Because my pick would be oh. Sesame Street, because we do the appropriate amount of pandering to our audience. We, uh, we discuss things in amongst our own universe enough. Uh, part of, there is fiction, there is, there is truth. We, we mix the two to get, like, you know, you know. So, so you're telling me we wouldn't be the Muppet Show tonight? No, I think, I, I Which is our I, go-to. I, I, is that, is that the reason no, why you didn't want to really, go to? I really think we'd be, I think we'd be, uh, I really feel like we'd be Sesame Street just because, like, here's a, here's a puppet vampire, but he's gonna teach you how to count, which would be something we would do, like, well, here's this ridiculous piece of fiction, but a little bit of knowledge, or, you know, like, why is, why is there a furry elephant? Like, there's no reason for there to be a woolly mammoth, but by God, it's Sesame Street, and that's what we do. What, what would you, what would your pick be? Mr. Rogers? Um. Lamb Chop? Arthur? I don't actually really know much. I'm, I'm aware of Lamb Chop, but I actually never really watched the, any. The only thing I really know about Lamb Chop is the song that never ends. Oh, was that Lamb yeah, Chop? do you not remember that as a kid? I remember the song. That never ends. I mean, it goes on and on, my friend. Oh, yes, and indeed. Some uh, people started singing really... it not knowing what it was, and they'll forever sing it forever just because. They did. the song that never ends. I, I guess I would have to choose... Oh, I don't know. What would ours be? Um, I have to remember back. I mean, we could possibly be like Thomas the Tank Engine, I guess. But I don't know if that's right. <laughs> we we chug along, we occasionally become derailed, and we puff out a lot of hot air. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that. I mean, I think you could be onto something with Mr. Rogers, um, if we were to do it. I, I guess really the question is, which one would you want to do the most? That's a tough one. Um... And also, how many can you really remember? Because my kid's show knowledge is actually pr- pretty low. That, that I think I've about exhausted mine. Um, I guess there's Wishbone. That's about the only... Oh, Wishbone was good. That's been your reaction every time Wishbone has come up on this show <laughs> in that exact same voice. Oh, Wishbone. Oh, I forgot about Wishbone. 
Because <laughs> like, I always do, and then I always remember it fondly. <laughs> yes. it. Like, oh, wish. oh, wishbone. Oh, I forgot about that rascally <laughs> little dog. Yeah, always getting into into weird situations and polishing off all the all the controversial edges from classic literature. <laughs> and you know, I I I really like. I had to you know hold back the the wanting to say like what what book you know what book would you really like to see wishbone do that would be completely uncharacteristic. But I know that had to have been asked probably the last every time we said this like. like <laughs> So I will I will not ask it, but I will in essence still ask it apparently. Well, I mean, isn't so, your answer going to be 1984? I mean, that would be that's probably what I said the first time. I mean, I guess if I wanted to mix it up, um, Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> you know, there's actually probably a chance that he that that one exists. Animal Farm. I think Animal Farm might be my pick. So so we're we're having a dog versus a pig. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're saying that he can do the Red Badge of Courage as a dog? He can do he can do he can do Tom he can Sawyer. Do he can... as a dog, but he can't do he can't do uh, the Animal Farm as a pig. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> I mean, do they recast it where where it's the dogs are you know, all animals equal, but dogs are more equal? Do we do it that way? Um, do we? I mean, I guess another really good one would be like like do androids dream of electric sheep? Oh my god, that would be awesome. And now, if you don't understand what I just said, listeners, because I just flex my literary nutsack or testicle ball thing, um, that would be that would be Wishbone doing Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> but the book form was called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Um, I, I'm sorry that I hipster booked you or didn't. I don't know. Oh. Right, Lord, Lord, I apologize for that. What if, what if they just went for it and they did fucking Clockwork Orange? Like, God, I think that might like be animal cruelty, but... Or, oh my God, what if they did The Road? Oh, uh, fuck, <laughs> dude. That'd be like so bleak. <laughs> I know it's like what would I want to see a strange little dog portray hmm, with, with with children. Um, what's another good one? Uh, <laughs> the idiot by Dostoevsky, <laughs> like where it's just him, like where he's just like sitting around drinking and self-loathing for the entire book. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> funny. Faust. I don't know. I don't know if he plays the if he's played the devil or not in that. I'm not. Part of me wants to say of mice and men, but I almost wonder if he did it. But That's I mean, surely yeah. they didn't kill Lenny, did they? I I don't know. <laughs> or like uh, Oedipus Rex, like <laughs> he fucked his mom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God. I mean, I feel like they would have done shit like I, I almost feel like they had to have done Frankenstein, and I know they did Tale of Two Cities. Uh, That's actually one I I really kind of remember. I remember that in the Huck Finn one the best. I you think. think they did Dorian Gray because that'd be pretty dark and fucked up. Um, I don't know. That's actually a good question. I I could see him doing that. I mean, this is something we could easily find well, out. Yeah, but are, who are you kidding? I mean, this is poor shenanigans. We just make wild assumptions and don't do our own research. <laughs> fucking heart of darkness <laughs> which i actually just reread not that long ago that is a dark fucked up book i mean i really enjoyed it but god damn <laughs> or lolita <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the one i don't know how like why did it take us that long to come up with it oh uh, was it really only on for huh what? oh wishbone wasn't really a... i felt there was more of them than this was there was there was really only there's 21 really? of them on yeah it was on there was like i guess well because it was pv I, I guess it was probably 
me was like on like opposite of like uh, reading Rainbow and stuff because I know uh, it it really didn't have as many as you thought there would be either. So maybe like they all filled that same time slot because yeah, there was like a handful of them in '97, um, uh, even less of them in '98, even fewer in '99, and there was two in 2000. Which that's when the Huck Finn one was. Which because I remember like I know they did like the Hounds of Baskerville. I remember that one. He did Faust, by the way. <laughs> did he? <laughs> Um, it did Frankenstein. I remember the Journey to the Center of the Earth one. I remember like, and I, I remember like you did the Time Machine and like the Prince and the Pauper and Treasure Island. Like I know they did a lot of adventure books. I know I remember the Red Badge of Courage because actually the first time I read that book was the Wishbone version. No, <laughs> I know I read it in. in... Oh, here, here's a list I was actually looking for. Yeah, okay, Oliver Twist, Romeo and Juliet, I vaguely remember that. Uh, the Odyssey, that makes sense. Did they do fucking <laughs> King Lear? <laughs> they just do that big-ass speech? Oh. That's <laughs> just it, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. They do the fucking Great Gatsby or Catcher in the Rye. They did not. So that that would be fun. Actually, <laughs> Catcher in the Rye would be really funny, I mean, All you have to do is have the dog laying around, like, complaining about everything. Like, just have, like, the over thing of... Is 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 that really is it obvious yet that I really hated that book? Um, no, not at all. Um, is it obvious that I hate the Lord of the Flies? Which, by the way, uh, which is the one I always take flack for. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm actually reading. I almost want to abduct children and place them on an island just to see how it really happened. Well, well, enjoy enjoy that NSA because. If they weren't listening yet, they definitely are now. Oh, no, see, what I was actually afraid of was, like, oh, God, I just gave that idea to, like, all the crime drama shows out there that we'll see done on every one of them. It's like, the killer, what he does is he abducts people and puts them in situations from books that he really hated to see if that's exactly how it would play out or not. Apparently, this announcer got lost while on his way to a a 90s extreme monster truck rally and for some reason (laughs) walked into an audition about about law order you might have to go further than law and order with that i think i think this might be an ncis territory <laughs> well, just, the way you did it it was like and sunday 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 watch the mountain dew truck as it tries to jump over 17 17 cars like it was a step it was a step away from that it was just kind of funny to me well how would you have done how would you have done that pitch no, I just would have said no and not at all. I wouldn't have played. <laughs> you would know I'm not gonna because every time I get roped into doing these, it never ends. Well. No, I would just, I would just say, I would just tell them like, no, I'm not pitching this. This is a terrible idea. I refuse to be involved. Well, okay then, fine. Have it your way. Damn it, Cody! I, you learned. <laughs> he's learning. He, he's learning. He's adapting. He's a, he's understanding, he's understanding. Anywho. <laughs> because, you, every quarter we have to do a story, an episode about Wishbone, apparently. We have talked about... Oh, it's, it's the first quarter of the new year, it's time to do an episode about Wishbone. And then, of course, your reaction will be like, oh, Wishbone. Because <laughs> <laughs> we apparently always forget this until it happens. It's probably the exact same content every time, which is the worst part about it. Or best, I don't know. (laughs) It's like we're doing reruns already, Cody. So, Brewer, do you have any good words to leave the people with? Um, I really need to get back on this good word thing. Amen! Uh, It's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soups to warm me up. Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to... BS Podcast. 
www.facebook.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Also, Stitcher. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. <sighs> oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John Fingering to my voice. And he, like, said that to me, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Man, I like that Lovecraftian stuff. And then he just, like, he's like, what? Like, H.P. Lovecraft is the guy that wrote The Call of Cthulhu. That's where that comes from. Like, which I guess I just assumed he was, under, was common. He was under the assumption that it was a real god? Like, we were actually I almost him? wonder if he was, which is even better, because wouldn't that just be a funny world if Cthulhu was a real god? I guess I guess could be a world of madness. But I, I, still well, madness. I mean, let's think about this for a second, Cody. I mean, what what denotes the difference between Cthulhu being a real god in comparison to all the other gods? I mean, they're That's all a... they're all written down in a book somewhere. <laughs> Just because Lovecraft is 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 considerably more contemporary than 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 uh, Peter or John. But uh, so like you're telling. I mean, yeah, I guess that is a really good point because it's okay. Let me hard let me put it even more. So Scientology is a real religion, but but you can't worship Cthulhu. <laughs> I, no, no, those I, are no, both written may, by science fiction writers. No, that's that's a, that's a that's a really that's a really good point, to, really good way to put it.